Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join us in our campaign and shenanigans as we explore the subterranean labyrinths, plunder hordes of treasure, battle legendary monsters. This podcast will be following our gaming group and the adventures of these characters, as well as a few guests from time to time. Join us as we start a new campaign and our journey to experience the best, and maybe the worst, in the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok's story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Welcome back to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, where we left off, the group found some shallow graves. And now they're heading on to the ambush site. Yes, and we have some strong suspicions that we definitely wish to talk to those gentlemen within the, the uh, what was the name of the spire? Feathergill Spire. Feather the ranger spire. has a down pat. I like that. I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a ranger thing to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys are heading down. You know, it's fairly easy. No survival rolls needed because it's now you're basically on the road, heading on down the road. road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Okay, all right. Start. I was let's wondering start. which one of you guys was gonna start. <laughs> I knew one of you was gonna start. <laughs> or we could do the Muppet version. No. Moving right along. So this is fancy for you guys. The worst part is the OCD requires them to stop. They have to finish it. Would you like to? I, no, 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 no. We're good. We're good. You I'm like, I can always that. put it after the credits. It's not like Carton who has to sing sail. Sailing with. finish the whole song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so after a while, you guys follow the road. It's 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 a bit of a journey. It's it's you basically have to camp for the night. Oh, we must camp again. Of we course, we did again. take the, the, the long way. Yes. <laughs> the long okay. trekking like way. So, uh, who's going to take first watch? I will. Same order. Okay. So I will rise with the dawn. Okay. So, Kriv's uh, got second watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me a uh, perception. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Uh-oh. He's not perceptive today. I'm not perceptive in general. Nine. You were contemplating the forces of the cosmos and how your dragon blood inspires them to bend to your beck and call. You know, sorcerous kind of things. Right. Or indigestion. Out there. (laughs) So uh, as you guys are gathered around, we'll go ahead and... uh, All these here. Gibbity gob. <laughs> oh no, it's those prince I'm a pretty princess I'm goblins. A pretty princess. <laughs> so uh, as you guys are sleeping, nice all relaxed, we'll say this here flame oh, you need a figure for the trapper. Flame red dice is the uh, campfire. Okay. And some some figure that's innocuous. Something not dressed in armor. 
Yeah, like that's gonna be easy. Trappy John. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. One person left, at least, for Trapper John. MDs. <laughs> MDs. Okay, so as you guys are, you're in a nice little nook between two hills, a little almost valley. We're nestled. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Kriv's on watch, doing the thing. The horses are off over here. We'll say these the drawings are over there as the horses. As all of a sudden, Kriv, you hear a single twig break, a long piece of grass out, out just just beyond the light. You and he has no dark vision. And the horses whinny and kind of move Shy opposite away. of you. Uh oh. Looks a little bit burglar, burglar of it. <laughs> so what do you do? <laughs> yes, Can't the trapper is snoring again. quite loud. <laughs> Okay, you light up your sign. You're wafting it towards the darkness. Does All the light us... wake us up? Well, he's not trying to wake you up. He's been no, fine. but I mean, if he lights... I'll give you the all of a sudden at one point when you're waving your sign around, you see a glare of two beady eyes looking back at you. Like when a cat... Just above night. the tall grass. Exactly like a cat or a wolf. Yeah, like they get that... Weird. They're all stalky and like sheen Because eye. their eyes are doing the night vision thing, so yeah. they reflect the extra light. And just a pair of eyes about uh, three feet off the ground, just above the tall grass, glare, at, glare back at your side. Can I tell about how Could far Could be a halfling. <laughs> sure. Go ahead and give me a perception. You will be at disadvantage because it's dark and gloomy. And you can always throw the sign out there. Uh, ten. Ten? You, you think it's at about 40 feet. But the light can be playing tricks with you. And you have a feeling it's not alone. <laughs> Especially I'll when it's some fire across my fingers and be like, Come and get me. <laughs> two choices. I know it's wild. I, you can't understand me. Okay. Well, you, you have a feeling the eyes are spaced almost human distance apart. Oh, oh I can't. Yeah. I'll, I'll give if you they're animal or human. Yeah, you definitely get the impression it's Nasty not animal. But it's if it, if it is a human, they're either short or crouched down on the tall grass. Oh my god, I'm right. It's a half one. Goblin. Let's kill some goblins. And pretty much at that exact moment when you're doing the fired fingers mm -hmm. and doing the intimidation, which by the way, go ahead and roll me an intimidation. Yeah, that was pretty cool. The horse behind you, you're hearing them getting serious about their whinnies. Thirteen. Okay. Serious about the winnies. Okay. So uh, you notice that the eyes kind of squint down and crouch under the grass. Do you wake up your compatriots? I'll wake up uh, Sister Solace. Okay. Sister okay. Solace. I have, uh, I believe I have dark vision, actually. I do. Um, uh, do I see anything? Yeah, are you... Now, are you waking up and grabbing your gear than looking? Or are you waking I up and looking? I slept in my gear. Okay, are you getting out of your bedroll yes. and looking? Or are you looking through your bedroll? No, no, I'm getting up. Okay, so you're getting all combat ready? Yes, I am. Okay, yeah. and what's the distance on your dark vision? Should be more it than sufficient. It doesn't say. Okay. Yeah. So no, it's 60 feet. 60 feet? 60 feet. I don't know. I, I, all I you didn't write it down. Dark vision. I don't yeah, mine says 60 feet. Because you didn't write it down. It's okay. But uh, you notice that there is someone hunkered down in the grass about 40 feet away. 
no. You, no, it's not a no. You can't really see who it is because they're hunkered. They're hunkered down. But you do notice that whoever it is is reaching back into a bag and pulling out a javelin. You see a javelin poke out as it's being reached back. Uh, I'm. He's like. He's like to arms, my friends. There's a there's a humanoid over in that direction who is pulling a javelin to strike at us. With my and bar, then, I'm going to But then, but okay. then I'm going to say, "Pull oh, you there!" Like the grasshopper. Are oh, you friend God. or foe? Now remember, Don't you are surrounded the... by grass. I know. It's like, okay. and it's like, it's like, it's like, are you friend or foe? And like with that javelin there, I would think that you are foe. Do you really want me con- to consider you foe? And I'm going to intimidate. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use my. Oh, advantage for the intimidation. Okay, for my intimidation, I am plus two. We may be a small group, but we pack a punch. Oh, crap. Um, that would be an eight. Apparently, I'm not very intimidating. First thing in the morning, Paylor is not very intimidating. Here's the, the No, it's not even light yet. It's total darkness. <laughs> I am without the light of no. It is midnight, okay. actually, so yeah, total darkness. Uh-huh. And pretty much, as soon as you guys say that, Kriv, you're shooting fire at the darkness? I am shooting fire at the darkness where the where I last the saw darkness. the eyes. Okay. So which spell are you using? Oh, I'm breathing. Okay. What's so the range in your fire breath? 60. Okay. I thought it was lightning breath. No, no fire, fire breath. breath. Okay. Fire breath. Is it cone or a straight line? Wrong. I know. Why are you getting so breathy? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, it's 30, so they're out of range. I'm not using that. Then I'm going to... Firebolt. Oh, wait Because a bunch of stuff's going to happen simultaneously. Right. So, disadvantage, I'm assuming. Shout to the trapper. Mm-hmm. Go get the horses. Trapper's still asleep. No. Nice. He's not. I said. He's waking up. One miss. I'm like okay. a patch of grass next to him on fire. Okay, so you, which spell do you shoot off? Firebolt. Firebolt? Okay. Bolt of fire goes streaking through the night just as it does. It lights up the outline of an orc. He told you and who stands up and is starting to throw his javelin. So it was nasty orcs. Another man. orc is basically was completely crouched, almost like a, a panther in the night, crawling on almost all four. And then all of a sudden, there's a whinny of the horses as another javelin gets thrown into the night. So I can reach him. Sixty feet. Okay. Sacred flame. So yeah. this one is throwing a javelin at our sorcerer, who's throwing fireball. I slap the it light down. would reach them, by the way, wouldn't it? It's like Isn't it? thirty or for the light source. Yeah. Well, uh, my AC is thirteen. So. Actually, let's move them forward. And there's no benefit so, of cover. Javelin lances right into the base of the ground in front of you, missing. Okay. Then this one is going to throw a javelin at the gentleman's getting just now getting out of his sleeping bag. Foot. At just the edge of the dim light. Ooh, oh, as a javelin comes flying through and hits the trapper just as he's getting out of his bedroll. Uh-oh. You just hear a sickly noise as he goes, Ugh. Stay down. I'm going to tell Oof. him to stay down. Yeah, he's staying down, all right. Okay. Um. And then another javelin goes flying out into the darkness as you hear a whinny from the animals. And we're going to find out which one of them it hits. If it hits all. It hits. This horse. 
So you hear a horse just... Oh, is that the mule? Because it's the only one that's, that's the not mule. a... That's the mule. Yep. Yep. The off-colored one is the off-colored horse. Okay. Okay. And you hear one of the horses making this horrible cry of pain out in the darkness. Okay. Um, I can't see them because I'm still looking at this guy. Okay. Sacred Flame. Ooh. It's 60 feet. I can easily... I can hit him. Okay. Okay. And uh, it is a... Uh, uh, they have to save... Uh, uh, succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Okay. And what's your DC now at your level three? Oh, actually, I'm not sure what my DC is. Does it go up by level? Does it go up by? Yes. yes, it does. So then... If your proficiency you... bonus went up, it did. If your proficiency so, bonus didn't go up, it didn't. So no. I don't, no, I don't think at level three you guys so went up. So they have to be the 12. A 12? Well, it's just one because it's the one person target, right? Sacred Flame? Yeah. But they is a... And what is it? Dex? Uh, Dex. Okay, he makes his save. So half damage? So, yeah, because it doesn't say it gets my plus to it. So, yes. So, uh, hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I just had it in my hand and then I... Oh, here we go. You were hiding. Yeah. Like the darkness hides Paylor's vision Actually, it doesn't save for half damage, so I guess it just Okay, so no damage hit. on yeah. save? It's the cantrip one? Yeah. Okay. No damage So basically, he managed to like jump to the side, a sacred flame comes but in. But it's going to intimidate. And it just withers the burnt grass down into like this burnt mm-hmm. hole. Okay, so everyone, roll initiative. Uh, I got a 16. I got a 6. 14. Sister Solace, you have to drop on these dastardly ones. Okay, I am going to hit him with Sacred Flame. It's the only thing that I have that will reach him. Okay. So he's got a roll for save. I mean, deck save. Damn. Apparently they're rolling really well. Freaking orc. I think we should switch out for the new dice. Okay. So you are you going to move or? Um. Uh. Hold on. It's uh. Okay, actually, I am going to move forward. to. Ch- I want to get within 15 of them. Okay. So, and I can easily do that. Okay. Take that one. Okay, so it is Chris' turn. So, you got those two? Yes. I just love how he throws that out there. It's like, hey, you got that shit. It's, it's just results. Legendary. Uh, they will know uh, the as you power get, of And Kriv, as you get, get, go the other direction of the horses, you hear that oh, horse so give much. out this horrible, pained breathing sound. Mm-hmm. And I told the trapper to stay down. And by the way, that horse... Okay, that horse will provide you cover, by the way. From, from this that one, yeah. yeah. I don't know he's there. I can't see him. Okay. Um, Firebolt. Firebolt this guy. Okay. That will not... Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Start loving the dice, because I think the dice are my favorite today. <laughs> okay, Firebolt goes streaking out into the night. And as it does, you do see the, this one lit up by your Firebolt, sipping through the air like a comet. Hopefully it wafts out before it, hits t- it touches ground. Okay, so the orcs is... These two gentlemen will... This one will get up, and he's pulling out his axe. And this one drops his quivers, he, his extra he javelins he had, and pulls out his axe. And they're getting up close and really friendly with Sister Solace. The definition of friendly is like the new definition of literally. Yes. <laughs> First one swings the axe. 
with a very, very poorly ex- executed, executed. executed <laughs> 11. Will that no, hit you? It will not. The second one will swing on you. Shit. With a natural 20. Yeah, dog, that will hit. <laughs> <laughs> a way, natural 20. No, no, it doesn't hit. <laughs> one. Just a campfire. You got lucky. You got really Nine lucky. Nine points of damage. I rolled a one. A one on my damage dice. Nine points of damage. This guy swings his axe into your midsection, and it just connects. It, you, you, you feel a shock of pain through your body. Okay. Um, They're not done yet. Oh, crap. Yeah, just got those two. This one is going to grab another one of his javelins, and he's going to throw a javelin at the fire dragon. And he just looks at you and says, Gromash will be eating dragons tonight. And misses horribly. And this one is going to go after the same horse. Because you know what you mean. Uh, No, this guy. That was the horse that they went after. And hits the horse again. And you just hear the horse send out this horrible sound. And it drops to the ground. It's still breathing. It's injured. But it, it has got two javelins sticking out of its side. Poor horsey. Okay. What is it with orcs killing Poor your Bertram. mounts? I know. Orcs for killing your mounts. <laughs> okay. Bertram and so Freddy. it is Talon's turn. Um. Uh, I may wish to point out. Remember, you picked up a new ability at level three. The perceived awareness. No, didn't what? you pick? Uh, were you like a horde breaker? Oh yeah, where did I have that? I do recall. I listened to the podcast. What does that do? Did you forget what it does? Yeah. It does something awesome. You should have listened to the the podcast. Is that a spell? It's it's in the ranger section. So there's the book. Gives GM a chance to drink. Where's the ranger section? (laughs) Under R. (laughs) Ranger danger. (laughs) You have like so flown past it. Classes are at the very beginning. Oh, I didn't realize it. Go back. Keep going. Keep going. What? She just wants soldiers, so wouldn't it be alphabetical? That's backgrounds. Backgrounds are after classes. Keep going. You're going the wrong way. Listen to the GM, not the cleric. (laughs) (laughs) The cleric will just try to save your soul. The GM will lead you right or wrong, depending (laughs) on how the dice go. Rogue. Ranger archetype. Well, I know I'm going to. Okay. Because you definitely. Hordebreaker. Once on each of your uh, once on each of your turns, when you make a weapon attack, you can make another attack with the same weapon against a different creature that is within five feet of the original target. So if you those two. <laughs> no, I'll take care of them. You go help. Well, they're the only ones that she can use that. Ability. Yeah, well, yeah, technically, she can still go kill somebody with her bow. Right. Sister Solace has that covered. She's got a plan. I know it's in well, her. Well, she's going to help mind. one or the other of us. Exactly. Okay. I, well, I but they're ex- not within five feet, so. But uh, Sister go Solace the, did. Go protect the horses. Sister Solace did call these. Unless she's, you want to walk. <laughs> no. I, uh, all right. Because it was your horse that got shot, Carrie. Was it? Yes, no, it whatever. was. I don't care. I mean, like, care about the creature. Uh, so, uh, Secret, you got this nice target. honorable people to loan you a horse and, and range the range. I don't care. Okay, cool. Here. All right, so I'm going to. I can see him though. You have dark vision. Yes, I you do. Can. <laughs> Let me turn my figure around. <laughs> okay. All right. I am marking him with Hunter's Mark. Okay. Okay. All of a sudden, the power of the Hunter's Mark marks him. That's right. Big red arrows pointing down. 
Oh wait, wrong game. And oh, 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 okay. I think she rolled well. Mm -hmm. I did. I did. I got like a 23. That was it. <laughs> All right. Oh, and that means I get an extra. Let's see, a D8. Of your and mark. a D6. Of the, so I get the hunter's mark to go along with it. And we have got only seven points of damage. I've never won. <laughs> only seven points of damage. As an arrow goes shooting out into the darkness, and Kriv, you hear the horse's pain cries. But then all of a sudden, Orc and out there just... But he still has the Hunter's Mark on him, so if I hit him again... Yep, additional damage. So, yeah. Okay, so it's top of the order, Sister Solace. Burning hands. You have two Orcs in your face. Burning hands, Colin, I can get them both. Okay, and um, what does that require? I believe it's dex. It's a dex saving throw. Okay, get your damage dice ready, because you're going to need them. Yeah. So first I'll roll for this guy. He rolls really well. Half damage, though. Yeah, it's half. And then this guy does not Whoa. roll very well. So these are very one. nimble orcs. Well, at least one is. And you're burning Their hands. luck will run your, out. Your fingers stretch out in front of them, and they're like, whoa. Okay. And your thumbs touch. And Nine points you. of damage. For the full damage one? Uh-huh. So then it would be four... Four point five. <laughs> okay. No, this is fifth edition. Four point five. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you lance your hands out, and a co a swath of fire comes blasting out here. Which, by the and way, and of course, it also sets the grass on fire. Yes, it is. It's setting the grass on fire right now, which is very easy to do. Yes, and they're standing in that grass. Very effect. <laughs> okay, so. Basically, this one manages to avoid the worst of it, and this one basically gets fire blast all across his face. He's got these horrible burns from your fires. Because I can cast it again. Yes, you can. <laughs> okay, so, Kriv, it is your turn. Stepping over the wounded horse. Looking at both of them, going, dropping my sign on the ground, and then quicken Scorching Ray, Scorching Ray. Oh. oh! I like how he just swung his yep. hands across his, just like that. Left hand shoots to the Dang. right, right hand shoots to the left. And Miss 20, wait, where am I? 22, 15? That will hit on both of them. Okay, and for the second guy, 22, 20, 15? That will hit. Jeebus. Okay. Do you need any six-sided? I, I got it. So this guy is going to take... Well, 12, 18. Okay, that takes him out. He just blasts him and he just vaporizes from the waist up. Oh my god. Damn. Uh, a lot of ones. That's a lot of ones. Four. 12. 12? Yeah, but I remember I already injured him. Oh, that's true. Yep. So maybe that be And basically, you shoot and chunk of his midsection just gets blasted off. Where the arrow was. Oh, you knew I was going to go get that arrow. And he just crumples to the ground, <laughs> disappearing under the tall grass from whence he came. Okay, so it is now the Orxus's turn. Orxus's. Orxus's. They didn't like that burning flames thing. Owie, owie, owie. Yeah. The one guy is... Hey, here's this six-foot-two tiefling red, glowing eyes... And flame. <laughs> he's Feel actually 
He's actually going to pull back and try to hit you with a javelin, giving you an attack of opportunity. I was going to say, it gives me an attack of opportunity. Because he doesn't want to be in this burning grass. But with attack of opportunity, I can only hit him with my mace, yep. right? Yep. So, so, I've never done that before, actually. Yeah. Whap! So, it's just a regular old mace attack. As he starts to run away, and you see him pulling a javelin out, because he's horribly burned. He doesn't want any more of this fire he's stuff. He's not thinking. He's right. like, wait a minute, we were running up on this small woman, and we were going to gang up on her and be all mean small. and menacing. Who's this small person? I am Paul. Okay, so <coughs> mace. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, I had to figure out what, you know. You're like, mace? I never use my mace. Okay, I doubt an 11 is good enough to an hit. An 11 is not good enough to hit. And he's going to throw his javelin mess. at you. And but because you swung your mace at him, he rolled amazingly horrible. And his two is worse than your seven. So he, th- he throws that javelin and it hits in the burning grass and just starts joining in with the burning grass. His compatriot, however, is the one who hit you with that axe by natural 20. And he's emboldened. He's going to swing that axe again. He wants a piece of your head. He just wants to take it home. He's mad. Unfortunately, he's only going to roll on 11. Is that good enough nope. to hit you? Nope. Embolden is a dangerous thing. <laughs> okay, so it is Talon's turn. I can transfer my Hunter's Mark to this guy. Okay. Because uh, that, my original target is dead. Okay. All right, and I'm going to fire on him. Magical hunting ability. And is oh, yeah. a 17 good enough to hit? 17 is good enough to hit. Take him out. I rolled another one again, but so five points. Of, no, no, I take that back. Uh, eight points of damage. Eight? On top of what he I He is not him. doing yeah, good. Be. All of a sudden, arrow comes up, sticks in his side, and you just hear this flutter Ooh. of his breath as, as liquid is coming out of his mouth. But he's he's a diehard warrior. He is not going to go down. He's going down fighting. He's, he's going to go down like a big dog. So, Sister Solace, it is your turn. Okay, because the way they're positioned, I can't do burning hands on them again. Oh, wait a minute. If I back up, though, uh, does that give him an attack of opportunity? Yes. Are you willing to risk it? No, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to back up. 15-foot cone. Okay. Burning hands again. Well, you'd want to go right there, Yeah. yeah. Okay, he's going to swing that axe on you. He's, he's going to try to get a piece of you. Maybe a leg. Smith, if you can't get a head, maybe you can get a leg. Smith. And he will roll a, tw- a 19. Yeah, that'll hit. I need to borrow the campfire again. 10 points of damage. Okay, I'm hurting. He swung and just got a chunk of your leg as you were backing five up. Five points. But. But. But now she gets the burning hands. Okay. Flame again. Flame on! Uh-huh. First for that one. What's the DC? 12. 12. Okay, he makes... No, no, they have to make his deck saving throw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your DC? Your DC is the number I'm looking for. This is the no, target. they have to make a deck saving throw, right? Yes. So Versus your oh, okay. difficulty yeah. number, yeah. Okay, that So would he be, makes uh, half damage, so go ahead. Which one? This one's getting half damage. So that's okay, it's not really bad. Yep. And that one's going to get half damage. Okay, but you that would be really 11 good. points of damage, so it's... Uh, five. Five? Each. Okay. On the plus side, as you do your belch of flame, their wounds, and the should, fire, say, the also, burning grass, all of this combines with this perfect firestorm. Of all, You bring your hands together, 
touch your thumbs, the wave of fire goes out there, and just flash burns both of them to the point of they just fall back into the burning grass, extinguishing some, some burning, flaming grass bits around them. And they are down. Fortunately, I was aiming above the grass, but still. <laughs> As you have small fires starting around here, are you going to do anything to put the fire out? No, I'm going to put Crib. my... It is your turn. Are there any major fires around here? You do believe uh, that this could get out of hand, where she's been shooting Grab burning those hands. shovels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then... So is there, where, where are the shovels? You have a feeling that if you were to go over there and do a thunder thing, it would go out. Oh, right. How about that? Because you're disrupting the air. I'll give you. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that you can. Uh, expeditious retreat to get over there. Oh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then over here, so I'm not hitting Sister Solace and blowing the fire out. Okay, so you do the th- the thunder. thunder wave. Okay, thunder wave, and poof, the flames waft out. Because okay. that sounds like an awesome sorcerer thing to do. I think mm-hmm. so. He bringeth okay. the flame, he putteth the flame away. Okay. Okay. I'm going to get over here between... For a minute there, I thought she was going to say, Look at the bodies! No. <laughs> Tilda is not here. This I know is Sister this Solace. Yeah, this is she Sister is here Solace. to be the bomb of the people. Okay. And I'm going to go between... Uh, Might want to see that horse. horse. Uh, well, no, that's why I'm between I, the trapper, I have a feeling she's going to split her, her... I am going to do prayer of healing... Okay. okay. Talon, by the way, it's your turn. Oh. Is there anything you're going to do while she's... Uh, <laughs> loot the bodies. Okay. Hey, this hey, one's missing from the waist gonna up. It's all going to go back to... The, we're gonna give it, we could give it to uh, Red March. Yeah. Or the dwarves. Or the trapper. That's right, poor trapper. Or the or the owner of the horse, if Sister Solace doesn't do something. And yeah, by the yes. way, Sister Solace, it is your turn. Okay, um... It's the number that's look in your spell page. You have, that's your but, spell modifier. Okay, because that, that's his attack bonus. So I was like, okay. Yeah, it's all right. Same so chance. okay, so because I'm I'm very hurting. Uh, the trapper, I'm sure, is probably near death. He's himself, actually yeah, he's on death. And the horse door. is definitely near death. And the horse is on death. Okay, door. I am going to use the prayer of healing. Uh, and none of you guys were hurt at all. You guys nope, are all at full. I'm fine. Okay, because it can go up to six people in the. Uh, my radius. And what does That's prayer, a handy spell. What does your new spell, Prayer of Healing, do? 2d8 healing plus my spell modifier, which is 5. So, uh, that would be 14 points. For each person? Yep. Shnikey. I gotta be, right, I gotta be wary of that me, one. Hold on, let me uh, make sure. Uh... Okay. Is it divided? No, rega- no, it says up to six creatures of your choice that you can see within range. You? Each range, uh, or each, uh, within range, each regain hit points equal to 2d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. This wow. spell has no effect on undead or constructs. Wait, wow. is your ability modifier really five? I it's think three. it actually means say, not, no, not your plus, well, it should asking. be your wisdom. So wisdom plus modifier. two. Plus two. So, okay, that makes a bit more sense because I'm like that. Seems awfully uh-huh. high because that's the spell. Because like, like it three. says spell attack bonus. Yeah. Like, yeah, your but, attack bonus is the okay. plus five. So then that would be eleven points of damage. So or, each uh, eleven, um, not damage. Healing, healing, <laughs> healing. Heal. Uh-huh. Eleven anti damage. Yes, anti damage. Which means healing, anti damage. <laughs> so like miraculously, 
the the javelin heals out of his side as he's been just bent over bleeding on himself. The horse gets back to its feet as as describe how your prayer of healing looks for, for onlookers. Uh, golden light radiates from out my body in, into a circle and to those who are hurt and the light then just gets absorbed into the wounds and then even brighter light comes out the wounds and then when the bright light disappears they're better wounds. okay is this if it completely heals you no wounds if yes. it's like me who I'm still actually hurting um, well, you did take a natural 20 to the stomach with an yes axe. so I'm at 16 hit points now out of 24 uh, mine you know but it's, but your wounds, the pain it is abated yes. because yeah. you you are warmed by seeing the the horse get back to its feet. And then the horse nuzzles me. And, and the and horse, yes, the, the horse nuzzles you because it senses that you, life just came out of mm-hmm. you to him. Stop the pain. In the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> As the lock, stock, and two smoking corpses are being looted by the ranger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so total. If you want, there are four battle axes. There are about six javelins left. No, no javelins. And about 15 gold pieces. Let's give them to the trapper. The trapper will take the javelins. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be better. Uh, You guys basically have a fairly uneventful night the rest of the night because literally the valley is dead silent after this exchange that happened. <laughs> and most Where animals would be dissuaded against going to the Approaching a thunder wave. Fire gouts have happened. Thunder waves silenced all the crickets for the rest of the night. And fire sp- <laughs> and, and the feather spire, feather gale spire is going, what's that flashing light over there? Well, remember, the locals have told you about that weird lightning that strikes from the ground up to the sky and yeah. stuff, you know. Weird shit's happening out here in this here valley. That's just a source we're trying to cast lightning bolts on a griffin. <laughs> Burn you out of the sky. Giant Burn bug zapper. Z- yeah, exactly. Z- I hate it when the griffins go fluttering Pesky around at griffins. night. Yeah. Or hippogriffs or whatever they are. All you hear at night is flap, flap, flap. Flap, flap, flap. It's like a mosquito in the ear. Okay, so you guys get set up to head, head the rest of the way there. Morning comes. Sister Solace prays, has her moment mm-hmm. with Paylor. Paylor's blessing is upon her. Mm-hmm. Her mind floods with How the light of How long is the good rest? Uh, basically, you guys sleep in to get a full, full oh, okay, night's rest. Because the hunter is like in no mood to want to hurry up and leave. And we're not that far from the other side anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. So we can take our time, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, so I can uh, recuperate. Okay. I can Get go her. ahead because uh, I'll cast. Uh, so do we get a healing spells back? word? Let me you get all your spells back. Yeah, okay. you're getting a yeah. full rest. I'm gonna do. What are you going to do? Healing word, I think. Healing word on myself because by the mouse. You feel better now. She's healed everything. <laughs> She's got healing words and prayers aplenty. <laughs> Her crazy tiefling eyes. I can't you like my horn? horn? I got twin. I got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> and a tail too. Ha! Okay, so that means I get uh, um, six points back. 
Okay, so you hear yourself. Oh, actually, that's awesome because that puts me to full. Like I said, the power of Paylor fills you. Don't you we get a bunch on a full rest anyway? Oh, you can actually oh, roll that... a hit dice to get a hit dice back. Oh, well then let me yeah. do it. Well, we're we're just giving it to you. You're back to full. Oh, you're fine. I'm full. You're fine. Okay, I won't mark off that I okay. that spell thing. So as you guys are here, are getting back off onto the road and, and heading your way and realizing that these orcs apparently were circling you guys for a while that night. They were slowly creeping up on you from the way the grass has been pressed down. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're just, you know, hungry old warband orcs going around trying to find trying to find some food. They are hungry no more. <laughs> they, Instead, they are food for buzzards. Ooh. The slight like of life. <laughs> Apparently the mercy of Paylor doesn't cover orcs. No, that has nothing to do with the fact that they, they could have had mercy if they had stopped. <laughs> Okay. But they chose to be evil. So as, as you can tell, the road is used on a regular basis. I mean, literally at one point, you guys are on horseback and you're seeing clumps of horse, you know, road apples. You, know, you can tell that this is an actually well-used road. Granted, you never know how much the orcs are causing damage in doing that, or other people. <laughs> so uh, all of a sudden, uh, you guys are continuing south and you find a... Uh, Really disturbing cloud of ravens and vultures circling above. When you get over this one rise, you see that in this valley there's just a cluster of carrion birds. So that's not a good sign. Fluttering around. Yeah. So this, uh, the ambush site? Yep. It, it, you, you do believe this is about the area so that was described to you? At, well, the trapper who's leading us to it, mm-hmm. so he would be able to tell us. Well, you guys were told secondhand about where it was. So oh. He's looking and says... Yep, I'm thinking there them uh, carrion birds are telling us this may be that spot you're looking for. Okay, when we get closer, because um, carrion birds are, can be rather brazen, okay, I'm going to... Uh, um, I'll, take, I'll take the lead, and if they, if they start harassing me, I'll thunderwave them. No, no, I'm just going to... Did she say she wants to put the carrion birds in a brazer? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to use thaumaturgy to... Uh, uh, so you gotta get all magic shouts and like, big god, big god, and when you do, you just this this massive raven flock is taking off, mm-hmm. their beaks glistening in the the giving me dirty old bird looks. Mm-hmm. Damn it, we were eating buffet. The so ravens are gonna remember how, do you. Know your, how often we get dwarf? Not very often. The ravens are gonna remember your face for life. Mm-hmm. They can yes. remember you. Actually, crows and ravens will mm-hmm. remember people among communities. Mm-hmm. And they've te- actually, side note, they actually did a study on uh, crows. And if uh, they like, so what they do is they, they had these people wear a specific mask. Mm-hmm. And the ones with the mask would be mean to the birds. They would, you know. Right. And then uh, what they discovered was crows talk to each other. And they communicate what's dangerous. They communicate, and, and then, so they went to a place, were a, a different place, not too, not I mean, away, you know, but not far, so far that a bird couldn't fly there, um, and wore the mask. The crows harassed went them. at harassed them. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it wasn't that community of crows. It wasn't that murder of crows. But the murders of crows talk to each other, apparently. Mm-hmm. They communicate somehow. There were these guys in kabuki masks, <laughs> real dickwads. It's like, so it's like, it's if like, you see somebody who looks like this, 
you get them from me. <laughs> do you, do you mess like, with me? Do you, you mess, mess with, with my? You mess yeah. with everyone. Exactly. So I thought that was extremely. Yeah, it, it is an issue. Ravens fact. tend not to be around popular areas yeah. at all. But, but it makes you wonder about the whole scarecrow, crow, raven thing. Yeah. Well, ravens are, are yeah. from what I understand, Different. they're actually more intelligent mm-hmm. than a and crow. And bigger. And bigger. And that's probably why they're a lot less likely to be anywhere near a mm-hmm. establishment. <laughs> it's called they're smart enough to realize, hey, we get shot. Yes, but and, but they're also the types of birds that use tools. Mm-hmm. And so steel. We'll, Both yeah. of them do. Yeah. yeah. To different degrees. Mm-hmm. Yep. They use roads as uh, to break. To no, to break. Walnuts. They'll, they'll drop walnuts mm-hmm. on the road and have cars run over Specifically in weight. Mm-hmm. They, they also they ran them through a bunch of uh, problem solving mm-hmm. puzzles in that study. It's interesting. So they're extremely clever. So if you're gonna pick a familiar, pick a raven familiar. Mm-hmm. It may be cliche, but there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, a lot of the uh, old stories have reasons. No, no, I'd pick a skunk. Okay, I would. Why? The survival thing. No. Uh, well, because actually it's from a store. Because they're actually pretty cute. Well, actually they are absolutely adorable. It's your but stinky. No, and I, I wish I could remember the name of the book, but it was a juvenile literature book that I read many years ago. I think the Uve had it. Uh, and because I, when I worked in the juvenile collection, um, I, I, back when we had a card catalog, I had reorganized the whole card catalog for the juvenile collection. And interesting titles I would write down because I loved reading so I would go through all like all these books and there was one about a wizard school that you know like a magic school and the, the kids all had to one of their spells is they always they had to summon a familiar well one boy um, this was a while ago um, everyone laughed at him because he summoned a skunk and so he got ribbed a lot and uh, but what happened was is that when this big bad decided to take over the school, exact revenge, yada, 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 Whatever. the key thing to that uh, evil wizard's power was fear. And through fear, he was able to, they were able to take over. Mm-hmm. However, since this boy had a skunk for familiar, he saved them all because skunks aren't afraid of anything. They're not really afraid of anything. It's like nobody likes to mess with a skunk. So because this so little like boy, a cute badger, yeah. <laughs> so and because, we're really with a sneaky butt. Yeah. So because the so because the skunk and of course they're familiar, so they're psychically bound. Um, you know, you're you're familiar. You know. So the boy wasn't afraid. So because of that, he was able to. Um, uh, so when it came to dueling help. the big bad, it was like yeah. not a He issue. tipped the scale so that because because well, in, because he had a skunk. When in secret, he just he was wearing his wizard's robes, and he put his hand up his sleeve, pulled out Mister Stinky Butt first, and said, "Here's musk in your eye." <laughs> hey, we got actually when we the last time we went camping, a skunk totally Mr. walked Stinky. through our. I mean, like two feet away with, from yeah, me, we're sitting you. there, hey, man. and it comes through, and it's like, "Hey, hey, Mister Stinky, you doing? we're gonna keep Something talking." Something smells good over here. <laughs> you do you, just, you, you yeah, cool do and we're us. like, you're cool, we're cool. Right on, Mr. Stinky. Keep we're on good. walking. Yeah. <laughs> we're and sitting there roasting marshmallows, and he walked right behind me and Kelly. Mm-hmm. And Kelly's like, 
what is that in the bushes? I'm like, you don't want to know. But you're going to keep talking, and we're going to keep mm-hmm. talking the exact tone we're it's talking. It's really pretty, you know. Because it's walking up on us, so we're cool. And it's like, hey, we're like, yeah. And then hours later that night, he hit somebody in the, on the far end of the campsite. Mm-hmm. And they packed up and left, and we're not happy. And we smelled the, the trailing essence of skunk the rest of the night. Yeah, that was fun. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as you guys get up there, they smell... All of a sudden, a cloud of smell hits you of old rot decay. Are you going to get closer? Are you going to walk over the rise? Yeah. Okay. And that's a good place to wrap it up there. Hi guys! If you're a fan of reading like I am, and you've been looking to try out Audible.com for audiobooks, we have a link for a free 30-day trial. So go ahead and check out audibletrial.com slash Podcast network. That's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L dot com slash Podcast network. Thanks! Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. No soda is good for you. (laughs) Period. No soda for you. No soda for you. No soda for you. This is the this, sugars. This episode yeah, brought true. to you not by a soda. Brought to you by water, bottled by soda people. As long as they're not adding high fructose corn syrup to my water. Hey, <laughs> they're doing it to the milk, the water's next. Oh. <laughs>